Welcome in. I'm Ian. I'm Harrison. And this is our guest, Antoine. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start on a trivia question because Harrison finally has somebody to compete against. Yes. It doesn't feel pointless. (laughs) (laughs) So you would normally just have a trivia question. It would just be me versus Ian, even though Ian wasn't answering any questions. Yeah, it's me trying to stump him, basically. All right. All right. Fair enough. So now it feels like a competition. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's go for it. Ready? When Tua Tunga Viola starts in week eight against the Rams, he'll be the first left-handed quarterback to start since. I'll give you guys one chance to guess without multiple choice, and if you need it, we'll go to multiple choice for the second guess. Harrison, you go first. Antoine's a guest. Okay. Uh, Left-handed quarterback. I don't don't know. That's a good one. Antoine, you go first. All right, can I hear – can you repeat the question one more time? Yes. When Tua Tungavaiola starts in week eight okay. against the Rams, uh-huh. he'll be the first left-handed quarterback to start since this player. To start, not to be on like a roster. roster to start the game, I'm going to go with Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick? <laughs> All right, I want the multiple choice. All right, so you're not even going to take your first guess? You oh, guess okay, my first guess. Oh, God damn it. I'm just going to keep this butter, buzzer ready yeah, right here. Yeah, just go ahead. Um – Colin Kaepernick Sr. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Multiple choice. Here's the multiple choice. Ready? A, Michael Vick. B, Kellen Moore. C, Steve Young. Or D, Tim Tebow. Now, Harrison, go first this time because you made Antoine go first. Say them again so I can know which letter goes with which name. A, Michael Vick. B, Kellen Moore. C, Steve Young. Or D, Tim Tebow. I'm going to go with B, Kellen Moore. That's that's who I would have went with. Yeah. yeah. Out of yeah. those choices. Yeah. Welcome into 10-Minute Warning. Again, we have our guest Antoine Thank here with you. us today. Should we tell him a little bit about how we know Antoine? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I would love for you to be the one that gives all of Antoine's credentials, too. Yeah. So Ian and I work together. Right. Antoine, Ian, and I work together. We do. At the radio station. <laughs> yes. We won't say which radio station, but we work together. We do radio together, yeah. Yeah. And uh, on in the same building. In the same building. It's not as shady as it sounds <laughs> right now. Or is it? It's legit. I promise, Mom. I've gotten real paychecks. I swear. Yes. I swear. I spent some of it. Not all of it. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go through all the games this week. We're just going to go matchup by matchup, talk okay. about the teams as we get to them. Starting off with a bell cow of a matchup. <laughs> Giants-Eagles. The Eagles are favored by four and a half. It's a 45 over under. I mean, there's two wins between these two teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know who wants to win it. I mean, I'm guessing the Eagles. The Eagles feel like they're still trying. Yeah. But the Giants have a new head coach who doesn't want a losing record, I'm sure. Yeah, I think the Giants really want to win just because of Joe Judge. Yeah. See, I think the Eagles want to win because they actually have been here before, being a terrible football team and still having a chance to make the playoffs, and they know what it takes. They know what, that they're still in the hunt. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're the, one win away from first place, and they've only won one game. I think the Giants are really waiting on Sterling Shepard. If Sterling, once Sterling <laughs> Shepard gets back, yeah, <laughs> that's what they're waiting for. They just want to lose out because they're like Darius Slayton can't do it on his own. So like we lost Saquon. Just Listen, I feel like Daniel Jones might be able to do it once Sterling Shepard gets back, but he looks bad right now. The New York Giants did not make their coaches run laps during their training camp. 
for them to lose tonight. This, they were getting them ready for tonight's game against the Eagles. This is their best chance of winning since winning last week. Like to yes. take on the Eagles on a Thursday night game where usually yes. teams don't play their best. This is their best chance. Yeah, I uh, and Thursday night games are always. I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I feel like Thursday night games almost never work out the way they think they will. Yeah, because of the short week, it always is a really weird game. Neither team plays up to their full capabilities because yeah. they didn't have that entire yeah. week to practice like they normally would. So, mm-hmm. and then everybody's not healthy. And yeah. as a fantasy manager, I'm really excited for Alshon Jeffrey to please play a game this year. Just come back, come back and play a game. He's I- been on my IR all year. <laughs> I almost drafted him, but I did. I did draft Deshaun Jackson, but I dropped him last week. Yeah. But now he's active this week, so I'm going to see how he does. I may go pick him back up. I drafted Alshon Jeffrey with a wild card, like the last pick. Dropped him, paid with fab budget to pick him back up, and have now been carrying him for three weeks. And I'm just like, mm. come on. <laughs> mm. That's right. That's not good. All right, so who do you guys – I mean, if you had to guess, since this is the Thursday game, we're not going to make a pick on necessarily every game, but four-and-a-half point spread favoring the Eagles. Who do you think is going to win, Giants, Eagles? I'll take the Eagles. Yeah. I think they have what it takes. They've been here before. Yeah. It's, it's easy for them. I'm actually going with the Giants. Giants? I'm going with the Giants. I think both defenses are not playing great right now. No. And Daniel Jones, as crazy as this is about to sound – has more weapons on offense right now than Carson Wentz does. Because <laughs> Zach Ertz isn't playing. Miles Sanders isn't playing. Right. Alshon jo- Jeffrey's not playing. Right. They so, <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm going to the Giants. That's I th- a good point. You know, I came into this podcast wanting the Eagles, so thinking the Eagles were going to win. But through our discussion, I am now on the Giants <laughs> because – the Thursday night game factor is the thing for me. I just mm-hmm. feel like whatever team I think will win on Thursday will not. Ever. That's very true. Ever. <laughs> the Eagles are probably looking past the Giants. I doubt the Giants are looking past anybody. No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so next up we have a 1 o'clock game on CBS. that will be on Sunday. Browns, Bengals. The Browns won this last time, but I don't know. I'm kind of feeling the Bengals in this matchup. I mean, the Browns have three points that they're getting as the current line. So, I mean... Uh, it should be a good game. I mean, who do you guys, do you guys think the Browns are going to get their fifth win? Do we even know if Baker's starting? He's starting. Come on. Let's not get, <laughs> let's no. not get crazy. Now. No, I, I like the Bengals too in this one. I think, wow. I think they have more of an explosive offense right now than the Browns do. The Browns just can't seem to get it together. They can't find that missing puzzle piece. So yeah, I'll take the Bengals. Yeah. I'm going with Cleveland. I'm going with Cleveland. Um, I think what that Pittsburgh game showed last week for the Browns is that give the ball away every, like run the ball every single play. Like Baker cannot throw it unless it's third and 27 or something like that. So I'm going with Cleveland. They're going to get back to that ground and pound. See, I could easily see Cleveland winning this game, but I feel like when the Bengals and Browns played the first time, Joe Mixon had not gotten going yet. Right. Um, Joe Burrow was throwing, but T. Higgins had not emerged as much. And even A.J. Green came back from the grave last week. I don't know if he'll do that every week at his age after his injuries and all that stuff. But I think the Bengals might have just enough weapons to top the Browns. And then you get to hear for a solid week how ESPN and Fox (laughs) will be panicking about the Browns, their new favorite team. This could be a deciding game for Baker Mayfield, though. Like, he, he got benched last week. If he comes into this game and doesn't play very well, 
and gets benched, that could be it. It could be Josh McCown's team from that. There's a couple quarterbacks that are available before the trade deadline. But I wouldn't even, if I was a Cleveland, if I was a Brown in the organization, I wouldn't even go after a free agent. I would ride with Josh Josh McCown. McCown. Yeah, he's pretty See what happens and then look in the offseason because there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks in free agents next year. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, because Fitz Magic or Fitzpatrick, rather, going there would be Fitz Tragic. I mean, just really like it would not be. Because uh, in Miami, he felt like it was his team. He yes. owned it. He was a little upset getting benched. We'll get to that in a second. But, yeah, I think the Browns got to ride with who they have. And if they get worse and, you know, they can always draft another quarterback or get somebody in the offseason. Exactly. I mean, last free agency had, what, so many free agency quarterbacks <laughs> that were better than every other year before. Yeah. When Peyton Manning got picked up by the Broncos, he was the first former MVP to hit free agency. Yeah, because he, because quarterbacks were franchise, like they weren't. Now there's so many. Cam's been out there, like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so now, uh, now it's time for trivia question. Okay. So, Kyler Murray became the third player in NFL history to record 30 passing touchdowns and 10 rushing touchdowns within his first 25 career games, joining these two players. Now, um, one is an active player, one is not. I'll give you guys each one guess, and then I've got a hint I'll give you if you don't get it on that first guess. So my active player would be Cam Newton. Cam Newton? Okay, yeah. make your guess before I answer. My, in the first 25 games? In the first 25. And it's, what is it, 30 and 10? 30 yeah. pass, 10 rushing? 30 passing, 10 rushing, yeah, in 25 games. I'm going to go with uh, Lamar Jackson as an active player. Okay. Ah, you're picking up the buzzer. For both of us? Both of you. Oh, okay. Dang. Here's your hint. Ready? One, the, so the one is the retired player. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other is a player who was a starter but is now on injured reserve. All right. Is the, is the retired – can I go with the retired player? Yes. You is can that, guess either. Is that Mike Vick? Yeah. These are hard. I did not do well my first week, but I did pretty good my second week. Uh – on injured That was a humble brag. Did you hear him drop that? I did pretty good my second week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, on injured reserve. Oh. Who's on injured reserve? Okay. Oh, oh, duh. Okay. Give Antoine another guess. Yeah, go for it. Dak. <laughs> Dak. <laughs> duh. As soon as you, you had to say injured reserve, I needed, yeah. I needed you to say it. I was like, what? And that brings us to the Cowboys-Washington football team matchup. Wait, hold on, who, hold on, who is the active player? Who's the retired player? Oh, you want to know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper. Okay. Okay. Who did? Oh, okay. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. You. Never mind. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. He's definitely retired. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> no. I said, who's the active player? And you said Dante Culpepper. No. Dak Prescott is the active yeah, player. Yeah. That's where I, I got mixed up how you said it. Gotcha. Oh. Okay. So Cowboys Washington football team. The Washington. So if you guys don't know this about Antoine, he is a Cowboys fan. Yes. So he is. So we brought him in for our extensive Cowboys coverage because (laughs) before we even talk about the game, let's talk about the state of the franchise. Okay. It's not a good one. Yeah. It's not a good state. It's not not one of the best 50. Two two weeks ago today, it was a fantastic looking like state, right? I mean, with Dak, I mean, he's still the league leader in passing yards for the year and he's already taken a game off. They still had defensive problems, but. Yeah, but as far as like offense, offense. We were up as far as offense, we were yeah, y'all already. We were putting up numbers. So after Dak going down, you had to deal with that. Andy Dalton comes in. A lot of mm. people probably objectively say he did not look good. Do you think that was just bad, Andy, or do you think 
like because Andy's usually bad in prime time, right? I mean, or yes, he is. Or do you think he's going to look like that every game? So I think when I list out the the people to blame for that last Cowboys game against the Cardinals, Andy Dalton isn't top five. Right? Oh, like okay. It, yeah. Andy Dalton wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination, but what chance did Andy Dalton have when Zeke fumbles twice on twice in three plays? Mm-hmm. When your offensive line is all backups, like everybody's a backup. When the defense can't stop anybody, yeah. Like, what chance does a average? Because that's what Andy Dalton is. What chance does an average quarterback have? And it sounds like some players came out and were saying terrible things about your coaching staff so that's got to be in the top five too most yeah they were saying that the coach oh yeah mike nolan <laughs> yeah. defense coordinator um they were saying that the coaches aren't teaching and that they aren't prepared yeah. but you know when looking at the film and watching some of the sports talk shows or whatever and they're pointing out like even if the coaches aren't teaching what you're supposed to be doing you aren't doing that either so yeah it's hard to point fingers when you're making Terrible mistakes, too. Right? Yeah, I think that – what happened to Chris Richard? Uh, Chris Richard. Richard, sorry. Um, he just left with the old regime. Yeah. Yeah, he just left with the old regime. Um, the issue with him was his defense didn't get a lot of turnovers. Okay. They weren't – and so that's that was an issue. that's been an issue with the Cowboys. Like, mm-hmm. you have to get extra possessions. And his defense was not doing that. They right. were bend but don't break. But they weren't like – Change of possession, speed the game up, kind. And so it just got played out. So everybody with Jason Garrett outside of Kellen Moore had to go. Do you think that, um, man, Jason Garrett, it hasn't gotten much better for him with the Giants. No. I mean, do they need to fire a coach this year? Yes, Mike Nolan needs to go. Yeah? He needs to go. It's just because defense is so it's such effort and it's such heart. Yeah. If, yeah. The def- if the defensive players don't believe in their leader, which would be the D coordinator, mm-hmm. then how hard are they going to play? If they think that he's going to get fired at the end of the season, how hard are they going to play? Like, I'm not going to go out there and risk my next contract for somebody who's not going to be here anyway. So, right. yeah, I think he needs to go. So a story that came out this week from Sports Illustrated with the Cowboys. Right. Um, happens a lot with locker rooms when they start not winning games, but the Cowboys are still winning their division, even if they don't have that many wins. Yeah. Yay. Us. No, it's just, yeah. and I think that's part of the problem too, at least for me as a fan where I'm torn is like, if, if my division, if the Cowboys division was good, was mm-hmm. any good, then I would be, okay, let's just root for the tank. But now I'm like, there's still a chance to win. And then you make it into the playoffs. You don't know what happened. Yeah. So I'm kind of torn. I'm like, all right, let's keep winning. Yeah. Mark. <laughs> Do you really want to host the game and get blown out and in the playoffs? <laughs> it depends on – for trash talk purposes, I'm fine with that. Okay. I can say to the Eagles fans, football team fans, Giants fans, we won a division. Yeah. And so that that's, that, that's pretty heavy. I think that the idea that there's this huge disconnect with Mike McCarthy and the new coaching staff – Already? Like, uh, I agree. Get rid of the defensive coordinator. Yes. But it's too yeah. early to get rid of Mike McCarthy. Some people are calling oh, yeah. for McCarthy to get fired already. Yeah. Which is, that's what's going to happen. But I will at least give McCarthy this. He has, he's on to a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's on to a backup everything, right? Mm-hmm. And then they didn't have an offseason, a training camp. Even when he had Dak, Dak didn't get there until July 15th because right. of the franchise tag and all that. So I'm, 
while I'm annoyed with some of Mike McCarthy's play calling, like the fourth downs he was going for early in the season, mm. not going for it, but the plays he was calling, or, yeah, because I don't think Kellen Moore is calling those plays, but I'm okay giving McCarthy some more time. I'm patient with him. Yeah, I think, especially once your starting quarterback goes down, you got to give the coach more time. It's almost like if you're not on the hot seat and you lose your starting quarterback, you just get that official mulligan card sent to you. For the most part, yeah. This yeah. year's a gimme. You can't fire your coach and just expect that everything's going to get better because of it with a backup quarterback. But this is the expectations with America's team, the Cowboys. I mean, yeah. <laughs> l- look at the Washington football team. If if you take away the names, starting quarterback is down for a very different reason. He got benched, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 the same. No one's talking about Ron Rivera getting fired at all. They're yeah. like, he's doing a great job. And he's also, <clears throat> excuse me, he's also a first-year head coach, too. Yes. I tell you what, I, and I rarely say this, but when you said, you know, take away the names of the teams, I would, like, give my kidney for that Washington football team defensive line. Like, yes, that really. defensive line, yeah. I, would, I would give up my firstborn. And that's, that actually brings me to my next point as we move to the game. The Washington football team is favored by one. <laughs> and I think it's because of the injuries on the Cowboys offensive it line is. and that yeah. D-line on – the football team. Yeah. I mean, you have backup quarterback. That D-line is going to wreak havoc. <laughs> yeah. I think – and think about it. Antoine, and I don't want to upset you, but because it's basically a one-point game, I'm going to go ahead and pick first. I'm picking the football team. I think they get their second win here, or they at least tie it and make me look stupid. But <laughs> I just – it feels like an upset's coming. But Where's I also at? think the game is in Washington. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I think yeah. – but I also think that – when Andy Dalton gets a shot or gets a line, I think he's going to look good. I mean, he's going to make three million base, and he can get up to seven million with incentives. Money talks to the Red Rifle. Yeah. He didn't moved it. He moved to Texas. He didn't move there because he thought he'd get a good shot if Dak got hurt. Dak had never gotten hurt before. He moved mm-hmm. there because he went to TCU, and there's no state taxes. He's like, okay, if I'm going to be a backup, I'm going to get that money, son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, who do you guys think are, is going to win? I'm going to have to go with the Redskins. Or. Uh. <laughs> Oh, Party foul. Era, era. Era, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the football team. Uh, I just think that defensive line is going to cause a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, I can't. Yeah. I can't go with the football team. Um, but being completely objective, the weapons that Andy Dalton currently has, and there are some rumors about a possible Michael Gallup trade to kind of try to help improve the Cowboys line. Because what in, in the grand scheme of things, what are what are the Cowboys going to do with three number one wides? Like that's that's a yeah. waste when yeah. you have so many holes in so many other places, and so many people could use or people, so many teams could use Gallup because he's such a stretch the field guy. Yes, and he is so clutch. Um, but while Andy Dalton still has him, I'm <laughs> this is fingers crossed. <clears throat> if the Cowboys are able to give Andy Dalton some time, mm-hmm. then. He can really make the secondary of the Washington football team work. I yeah. really believe that because when Andy Dalton had A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, and he had the third wide receiver who I can't think of right now. John Ross, if you count it. before he, him. Yeah, like Marvin Jones. Yes. Uh, yeah, Marvin Jones, Jones before he went yeah. to Detroit. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was able to make some things happen. Mm. So I'm putting my hope and faith that the offensive line will be able to hold up to some degree. It ain't going to be able to stop Chase Young. He's already all pro, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, if the Cowboys don't beat themselves with the turnovers, 
then they have a chance of keeping it close and winning the game. I can't believe I just said keeping it close. The bounce back game for the Red Rocket. <laughs> Gee, how far are we falling? The Washington football team has a good chance to not beat anybody outside their division. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think they do because they're because the division we're playing the NFC West. They're not beating a single team in there. Yeah, no, I don't see that. They kind of remind me of the Jeff Fisher Rams. A lot of years, the Jeff Fisher Rams wouldn't beat anybody. They they Mister Eight and Eight or Mister Seven and Nine, but he would always beat the teams in his division. Yeah. Like yeah. he would beat San Francisco. He beat Seattle. Even when Seattle was much better than them, it was like, Hey, we're not going to the playoffs, but we beat you. And that's how you keep your job. Exactly. You win your division or stay competitive in your division. You keep mm-hmm. your job. Or you'd be a coach that's already been with a moving franchise and the owner's also afraid true. to pull the trigger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's okay because you'll get Sean McVay away mm-hmm. from the Washington football team. <laughs> and Kyle yeah. Shanahan for that matter. Kyle Shanahan. I mean, Jay Gruden's staff is filled with head coaches, and he is the offensive coordinator for the Jaguars. So, Which it's funny. Just they have one win. <laughs> to, to think about this, Jay Gruden's coaching tree mm-hmm. may be better than, than Bill Belichick's coaching tree. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Belichick, the best disciple he has is the Titans' Mike Vrabel right now. I really think that. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we have to see what Brian Flores can do after mm-hmm. when Tua starts and all of that. Yeah. But Bill O'Brien was the most successful, and he's fired. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. But Kyle Shanahan and uh, Sean McVay already been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. Mm. All right. This brings us to trivia question number three. Number three. I got Ready? this one. I think right now the score is two for you because you had the Kellen Moore answer. No, I had the Kellen, Kellen, Kellen Moore. Moore. Yeah. It's 1-1, one, one, I think. I had Dak. Okay. Yeah. All right. 1-1. One, one. All right. So let's go with this. Lamar Jackson has seven career 100-yard rushing games. Okay. That's second most behind only this dual-threat quarterback. If you guys can guess it on the first guess, great. If not, I've got a hint. All right. Well, is this based off active or all-time? This is all-time. This is not necessarily active. This is He has seven career 100-yard rushing games. Okay. That's not very common Yeah. for a quarterback. <laughs> I'm, can I? Yeah, you can go. All right, I'm going Mike Vick. Thank you. I'm going my Hokies. That's what that That's was. That's who I was going to go with. <laughs> go Mike I knew that if I kept doing these running <laughs> questions and these left-handed Mike questions. Mike Vick would get would yeah. be one of the answers. When I asked, the reason I asked, is it all-time or current quarterbacks, was because I was like, if it's Mike Vick, he's, not, he's just going to repeat the question again. The hint was going to be he is now a Fox analyst. Yeah. Which yeah. felt like, for I can't the knowledge of Mike Vick, that was like the lowest I could make it. Yeah. He works on Fox. Because yeah. I actually had to Google if he was still on Fox. I don't watch their pregame. So does that yeah, count if we both got it? No, see, see, like Kellen Moore, if you guys want to do it that way, then he gets that one and you get Kellen Moore. Okay. Or you, that's, okay. that's why I want. I should try to get you guys to both answer, and then I'll tell you who got it right and wrong. Yeah, okay. But from now on, we got two to one. All right. Okay. So that takes us <laughs> – <laughs> that Mike Vick segue takes us to the Falcons game where they are hosting the Lions. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> two and a half point favorites. <clears throat> The Falcons are two-and-a-half-point favorites. They've won a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a Lions fan at our office. You may see him on here one day if he ever gets off his you know, ass about it. Um, but he, he gave me a very good nugget as a Lions fan because they do not win a lot. Correct. He's, he said he does not know the last time he saw the Lions win back-to-back games. That's painful. Yes. That's and, hurtful. <laughs> that is painful. So the Falcons at home and favored, I've got a bad feeling about Matt Patricia's crew. What do yeah. you guys think? I mean, are the Falcons going to win two in a row all of a sudden and just make it look like Dan Quinn was the problem? <laughs> I mean, the Falcons did play the Vikings, but I would take the Falcons again. 
Yes, I'm going. I'm going with the Falcons without any question. I think Matt Patricia is one of the most overrated. Yeah, he's I was going to say high. overrated. Just how does he still have a job? We had high expect, high expectations coming out of New England, Bell, and Belichick, it's just yeah. not panned out. I, I think that the coaching change may get looked at by some, but I mean anybody who plays fantasy knows this. the The Falcons are going to win this game because Julio is on the field again. Yeah. Calvin Ridley's had an insane year, but when Julio is on the field, Matt Ryan, basically, it's like they put a glass slipper on Matt Ryan as soon as Julio's on the field, and all of a sudden, he is a princess, <laughs> because Ryan is terrible without Julio. Even yes, if yes. Julio's not, even like those three-year stretch he went on where Julio got a ridiculously low amount of touchdowns, mm-hmm. it still makes Ryan's numbers look better, so I think I think we're all on the Falcons on this one. Yeah, Calvin Ridley's good, but he's not good enough to change a football team. Julio Jones is going to yes. make a huge difference. Yeah. Now, I have a question for you guys okay. based off of the Falcons, um, and the simple yes or no would be mm-hmm. Matt Ryan, Hall of Famer? No. Let's wait and see what he does with San Francisco next season. Oh, you think that's right? You, you think I think the new coach you think Kyle Shanahan is going to call his old boy Matt up, like, "Hey, I know we lost the Super Bowl together, but can you come to San Francisco?" But between you and Jimmy Garoppolo, you actually do air it out at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you both have blown a Super Bowl with me, but I would like for the one I'm, that completes. The, I, I'm just thinking that if Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't get it back together, Matt Ryan could easily find himself on free agency. He's He's at the 35-plus mark. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he could. His contract's ridiculous. Yeah, and, the, and whoever comes in as the new Falcons coach is going to get some leeway. That's a very patient owner. Arthur Blank gives you a lot yes, of time. Mm-hmm. You're not going to want to start that with Matt Ryan. I mean, in, unless you're, like, afraid to get fired. But I think unless they start winning a lot of games, that division's going to keep them where they can get a quarterback in the draft, mm-hmm. go on that rookie deal, try to follow that same blueprint that worked for Seattle so well like every other team is trying to do with the yeah. rookie deals. And then I think Matt Ryan's going to be the next MVP, former MVP, to hit the market. All right. So, Hall of Fame. You have to, you have to say it today, though. You're saying, like, as of this point. Well, you or like, you have to project the rest of his career. Okay. Yeah. So you have to feel though. confident in that if you say yes, that his, that his career is going to get better. One MVP season. Let's say by the end of his career he gets another one at best. He, he, he I don't think he will, but another MVP season. Not. not with these quarterbacks. <laughs> not with these young quarterbacks. No. <laughs> did Patrick Mahomes, Lamar, did, did Josh Allen, all of them? Because Josh Allen may get one. If he's not doing yeah. it with Julio, who's he going to do it with? I'm going to say no. All right. Yeah. Next question, real quick. Yes or no? Julio Jones, Hall of Famer. Yes. Yes. I think Julio's a Hall of Famer. I think Julio has a better chance, but I'm not ready to put him in Hall of Fame. Okay. I'm not. It's just something about him in the end zone. It's just something about him and his yeah, lack of touchdowns. Yeah, he did have touchdowns. some rough years with that. I, I still think, like, as far as you just have to put him in a wide receiver category and say, is he a fall, Hall of Famer? Mm-hmm. And I think what he's done in his career. Comparatively he, to other wide receivers. Compared to the other wide receivers. Yeah. yeah. He's only had one double-digit touchdown season. season. Yeah. I, I feel pretty confident. Man, yeah, that's but he's still such a presence. Like so even yards. if he's not getting touchdowns, he's getting the team down the field. That's true. I just know I he's fringe for me. He's fringe. I would say no. Today I would say no. Because my Hall of Fame it takes a lot to get in there. I think even if Julio doesn't finish it with the Falcons, I think Julio gets a Super Bowl ring at some point. Yeah, I think he because when like you get older receiver. and you're that good, you can easily get on a team that's like a Chiefs or some team that's headed right for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and you can get that ring, and that's going to pad his resume late. Yeah, that's that's really what he needs. Yeah. He yeah. needs that Super Bowl, and I think that'll get him over the top. So let's move on to uh, Harrison's favorite team, the Panthers and the mm-hmm. Saints. Yeah, which one is your favorite? 
Panthers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, we spent most of these podcasts listening to Harrison talk about how he did not want them to win, but now they're three and three. He's given up and decided to be a fan and watch his team win <laughs> yes. games. I didn't want them to win because I wanted Trevor Lawrence. Um, so in the in the grand in scheme, I wanted them to win. They would have won down the road. Yeah. Yeah. So, assuming Trevor Lawrence is as assuming. Good as yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of upside that you see yeah, in him. Not a doubt. Not a doubt. Teddy Two Gloves, baby. Yeah, well, Teddy Give him the would keys. be a great, like, <laughs> mentor. <laughs> yeah, great mentor. Wait a minute, hold on. You just signed Teddy Bridgewater to what, this three? I didn't sign him. I think he's the a Panthers two- <laughs> signed him for this three-year deal yeah. or whatever it was. Two or three, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> you give it up. You you want him to take the season to get a new quarterback he, already? Hey, Teddy's been a great quarterback for mentor. the Panthers. He, he's had great numbers, <laughs> but... Trevor Lawrence, I mean, you think of Teddy Bridgewater having maybe four or five more years and Trevor Lawrence maybe having ten more years? Yeah, at yeah. least. <laughs> you know what you want then. I, yeah. So this logic is something that um, I've been fighting Broncos Twitter about pretty hardly. Okay. Because we were you – know, the Broncos did not beat the Jets. Then even after they beat the Jets, everyone's like, oh, no, they need to lose. They need to get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. I'm like, no. Drew Locke has started seven games. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why do you guys – it was like a bunch of accounts said this too, so it wasn't just me. But a lot of media people were coming down on fan bases, the fan base saying like, listen, why are you trying to start a rebuild in the middle of a rebuild? <laughs> yeah. We already building something. Well, I think that's the difference <laughs> between your team and my team is that y'all have a young quarterback that has a lot of upside. Yes. So in that situation, I'd be like, I don't want another one. I don't want to be that team that gave up on a guy, see him go to another team and succeed. Yeah, and then you draft the guy that ends up just not turning out. Like, but we have Teddy Bridgewater. He's older. He's had some severe injuries in his career. Like, I want the young guy. Antoine, let me ask you this: while we have you here, we've talked about this before. Uh, I'm a personal believer that I don't think, and I think Harrison's on board. We don't think Trevor Lawrence will go first because it's always this quarterback that gets hyped. I mean, it worked out for Luck, uh-huh. but Tank for Tua, Burrow goes first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was going to get Sam Darnold? Baker goes first. Like, lately, people have been slightly off about who's going to have that senior year pop and get the first pick. He's a firm believer it's going to be Justin Fields. I No, I'm not. Oh, I thought you said that previously. No, no, no I'm still Trevor Lawrence. Oh, then I'm my, a firm believer it'll be Justin my Fields. My original <laughs> thinking a month ago was that Trevor Lawrence would not go first because the Jets would probably be picking. And right. I'm like, they have Sam Darnold. Which they don't need Trevor I can Lawrence. I see that logic, yeah. But Trevor Lawrence would be the first quarterback. Yeah. Oh, without a shadow. Now, everything I'm hearing, it sounds like in New York, they just want to get rid of Sam Darnold and move on to Trevor Lawrence. Well, the media wants to get rid of Sam Darnold and move on to Trevor Lawrence. We have no idea what Crazy Eyes Gase is thinking. Well, Gase is going to be there. Yeah, that's true. So it's really only what Douglas uh, decides to do. Um, But to answer your question, if I was a betting man, if I were a betting man, I would bet that Trevor Lawrence would be the number one pick. Definitely the first quarterback. I just... It's that Andrew Luck. That's he's been built up to that Andrew Luck stature, yeah. where there was no way that Andrew Luck was not going before RG three. I like think no Trevor way. Lawrence could survive an injury and still be the first pick. I think that Ooh. separates him from well, Tua. Well, I think Tua especially this year, especially this year with not a full season with this COVID shortened season. Yeah, I feel like there's as long as you don't come out and look bad in one of your what four games. I mean, like <laughs> he just beat a team that is actually. I mean, they're not. Great, but they're not terrible. Georgia Tech, yeah, seventy three to seven. Well, that's what he's on been the doing. road. He's been doing that since he was ten years old. I know diapers. Like, that's what <laughs> like, Charles Lawrence doesn't have close games. Yeah, <laughs> so you kind of have to believe in him and think that he's going to be the guy. Bleacher Report had this image, and I have not been able to confirm it anywhere. So I'm going to go ahead and label it fake news. But 
Um, they had an image that had a Trevor Lawrence quote saying, "I'm not going to that garbage team, the Jets." <laughs> it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was fake. It was yeah. definitely fake. Yeah. He <laughs> said, "My Trevor team, my like team could beat the Jets," and I'm like, "No." But I, had, I was in a, I was in a message group with some friends, and they posted that, and they were all just trashing Trevor Lawrence and talking about it. And I'm like, "Guys, there's no way. There's, d- no, yeah. there's absolutely no way." It, that would, it was, that would have led ESPN. That's the only way he doesn't <laughs> get drafted first overall is when you make a bad character decision like that because people remember Ryan Leaf. Yeah, they they yeah. remember guys like that with bad character. I saw that quote on like an Instagram page that was like fake Instagram NFL dot com. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I just I don't I don't think there is I don't think there's any chance that Trevor Lawrence doesn't go first. Now, well, if he's healthy, if he's hurt, then I think it does matter which team is drafted first. I think my, we're far enough into the season. My fear, my fear, if New York, if the Jets get the first pick, which they probably will, if yeah. they get the first pick and Trevor Lawrence is hurt, my fear is that the New York media would rush him. To try to come back from that injury to play, Very true. and that yeah. would, that would be a concern of mine. Now, I mean, they may still take him, but yeah, but he's he's built like a house. Yeah, like, I just I don't see him getting hurt. I saw today for the first time a New York Jets jersey with Trevor Lawrence's name on it. Oh my with a god, one. They're ready. they're already They're ready. starting <laughs> to customize their jerseys. Sam Darnold is too good for them. You know what I'm saying? Sam Darnold, it, the Jets are not good, but watching a game when the Broncos played them. I just watched the Broncos defense in back-to-back weeks with pass rushers no one's heard of right. play against Cam Newton and the Patriots and play against Sam Darnold and the Jets. Sam Darnold looked like a better quarterback than Cam Newton is right now. Did Sam Darnold is. play or did Joe Flacco play? Darnold oh. played. Flacco played after that. Okay. No, so Sam Darnold got hurt halfway through the game. No, but he came back in. He yeah. finished the game. But Joe so, Flacco, yeah. Joe Flacco got in. There. Flacco okay, had yeah. Flacco had most of the second quarter, I think. He yeah, had like right. maybe two drives for them, okay. and then but yeah. So Sam Darnold like. Yeah, he got hit on that shoulder. He went away, and I thought he was gone for the game, and he came back in. I thought it showed some grit. Him and Jason Crowder. I think this might be a hot take, but I think if the Giants had the first pick, it's much more likely that Daniel Jones is on the outside looking in and Trevor Lawrence goes to New York Giants than the Jets replacing Sam Darnold because the GM with the Jets has more time, and he'll bring in a new coach. But I think the GM for the Giants Mm. is canned. I think Gettleman's done. He's mm-hmm. he's made some bad decisions, and I mean Joe Judge will probably get to pick a GM, and they'll try to pair him that way. But I think Gettleman almost got fired last off season. He's not going to be there, and Trevor and Daniel Jones was his guy. He yeah. wasn't Joe Judge's guy. I I disagree with that just because I feel like I've seen I've seen more correctable mistakes out of Daniel Jones than I've seen out of Sam Darnold. Really. Daniel Jones, his biggest issue is the fumbling. That's his yeah. biggest issue. Yeah. And we've seen time and time again football players improve on that. Tiki Barber being a New York football giant, a perfect example of that. Yeah. Like, you learn how to not fumble as much. Daniel Jones has the arm. He has the mobility. Sam Darnold, while he's making mistakes on the field, his lack of durability is also playing a big role. I think – with the that Giants. mono thing really hurts him. With <laughs> I mean, I mean, like it sounds stupid to it's say like, out loud, but it like he's the only the quarterback we've ever injury. heard of that <laughs> yeah. mono. mono. And I think like what you said, like the Jets will have a new coach. The Giants probably have a new GM. Yeah, Joe Judge, if he's a Daniel Jones guy, is going to keep Daniel Jones there. Yeah. The coach that they bring in to the Jets will automatically say whether he wants Sam Darnold or another one. So I think Daniel Jones has a safer position. Okay. I think. Um, this is my other hot take to go with that. Whether it's Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold, if I'm the Browns, I'm trying to trade for one oh, of them. 
So I can give some competition to Baker, have two guys on rookie deals. Yeah. Sam Darnold's perfect because that's the guy they should have took if Dorsey wasn't their GM and I believed would, in I guys with, with swagger. I agree with that. I thought you were going to say that they should offer up Baker Mayfield. Because I would think about that on both sides. I think that could be a positive on both sides. Trade Sam Darnold for Baker Mayfield, having me the backup to Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> well, wait a minute. That's not going. You're not putting that attitude no, as no, a backup quarterback. No, like one of those teams wins too many games and they bring in uh, Baker Mayfield because the Browns are moving him off. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a tra- yeah. I was just kidding. Baker, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Baker fits that New York City state of mind with the swagger. Oh yeah, without it's a not doubt. very Cleveland. It's very much New York. And you yeah. don't have to win in New York anymore. You can just have swagger and lose. So He's an okay. L.A. or a New York guy. The Knicks yes. guaranteed that. You yeah. don't have to win there anymore. You yeah. just have to be there. So uh, back to the Panthers-Saints. Um, Saints are seven-and-a-half-point favorites, but I don't know. As the Panthers fan, I'm going to lean to you on this one. 51-point over-under. I will take the over. Okay. They usually score high, have a high-scoring game, and usually the Saints beat up on the Panthers. It's They're big rivals. So. Yeah. I will take the Saints covering. I really kind of want to make my pick contingent on if Michael Thomas plays. He left practice early today. <laughs> he did? Yeah. I am now. He left practice early. I'm leaning for the Panthers to cover. I don't know. I don't think they win outright, but with seven and a half points on the Saints, Drew Brees is having a, he had one good deep pass in the last like two games. Yeah, his arm is shot. So I think the Panthers can at least lose closer. I think yeah. they'll lose by maybe a touchdown. I think that point five saves them. So I'm going to go Panthers just for the points. Yeah, I'm going Panthers just because of the points too. Question for you, okay? Mike Davis, yeah, his, you know, I, I don't want to say resurgence because his emergence, yeah. I should say. What do you do with Christian McCaffrey now? Like with all that you're paying him, like actually not. What do you do with him? That's a bad yeah, question. Yeah, you still use him. Um, do you feel regretful of giving him all that money? Not Christian just, McCaffrey all yes. that money? Yeah. Not no. just seeing what his backup is doing. No. You, you, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is a freaking beast. Yes. And yeah. I think just having Mike Davis helps even more. Okay. It, it gives you that third down – or not third down back, but power back uh-huh. that you really need that Christian McCaffrey really isn't. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is more of a, I guess, third down back where mm-hmm. he can become a pass receiver. Yeah. I but, think Matt Rule needs to start drawing up two running back packages immediately. Yeah. Uh, yes, he has to. Because I think that would throw off defense big time, not knowing are you going to get beat right out the middle or are you going to mm-hmm. have a pass out to the right or are you going to have Christian McCaffrey juking everyone out of their ankles? Because then the Panthers can go back to the old D'Angelo Williams, Mike Tolbert days when they yeah. had Cam Newton. Yeah, oh, my they had gosh. all those running backs back there. Yep. Oh, my gosh. What a flashback. And then you yeah. had the threat of Teddy <laughs> Bridgewater. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think, I think that those two running backs outside of Teddy – are the two of their three best offensive weapons. I guess Teddy's not technically a weapon. He's the quarterback. But yeah. I think Robbie Anderson, it's it's Christian. It's probably this year because Christian McCaffrey had a high ankle sprain. It's probably Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, and then Mike Davis, like, right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DJ Moore's a close third, but... DJ Moore has been really disappointing this I'm year. I'm waiting for him to break out. As someone who has he lost is. money on DraftKings, <laughs> DJ Moore is garbage right now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> he's He's... He's like $100 cheaper than Robbie Anderson or like 200 or $300 cheaper on DraftKings. And you think, okay, I'm going to save some money here, and they'll produce the same. And then Robbie Anderson gets all the points because he, play, he played with Matt Rule in college, and he yes. can stretch a field, and Teddy can get him the ball. <laughs> yeah. Another player that escaped Adam Gase in New York or in Miami and looks better without him. Yep. I really think Tannehill is the reason Gase gets fired. Because of how well he's doing in Tennessee, Tannehill looks like Tannehill looks like getting rid of Gase made him a potential MVP. He's mm-hmm. on pace. 
He's on pace to be competing with Russell Wilson for that right now. Because Tannehill, he was at Texas A&M, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and he, he was a converted wide receiver to quarterback. Yes, yep. and he looked fairly decent yep. as a quarterback there. Yep. And so I was a little surprised when he didn't play the way he's playing now in Miami, but we see what the problem is. Is, is Tannehill the best quarterback from that first round? It was Andrew Luck, RG3. Tannehill went like eight to the Dolphins. Now that it's all worked out, everyone thought Luck would be the best, and Luck was the best until he wasn't retired. He Jake Locker, wasn't he one? Oh, he went to Tennessee. Jake yeah, Locker? he went to yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, he's from Washington, but yeah. he never banned out. The no, not at all. Yeah. No. He's a guy that stayed one year too long. If he had gone out the year before. That's when he should have went. He would have yep. been number one pick that year. He would have been number one pick, and it was before the new CBA. He would have made that uh, freaking Sam Bradford money. That's what it was, yeah. <laughs> the $50 million or whatever. Sam Bradford made so much money and did so little. So little, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, uh, Tannehill is the best out of that. I think so, too. I, was, I have a good friend who was my college roommate who's a Dolphins fan. And so I've watched a lot of Tannehill. Mm-hmm. And even when they were bad, he showed promise. Mm-hmm. So when he hit the free agent market, I was over there wearing my Broncos jersey going, come on, please, <laughs> please. He could be the next Jake the Snake Plumber. Get him in yeah. free agency, please. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, he's, doing, he's doing his thing right now. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we move on to the Bills and Jets. Ironic because we kind of already explored the Jets yeah, roster pretty thoroughly. Yeah. Um, the Bills, I mean, is this their get-right game? They are 13 point favorites right now over the Jets, which I don't know. I wouldn't bet on this game because I feel like if the Jets win a game, it's going to be a division game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to beat yeah. somebody in their division. And I think the Bills could be that team because if Allen is that kind of quarterback that lets it get in his head, right now he's not getting that praise. Mm-hmm. He's just had two bad games. He's not looking good. He loses to the Jets all of a sudden, like the entire narrative on him changes. Yeah. So I could see the Jets winning this game, but there's no way in hell I'm putting any money on it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not touching the game with this big of a point spread. Mm-hmm. Could be could the Buffalo Bills be the twenty nineteen Dallas Cowboys? And this is why I asked that. Because the the Dallas Cowboys last year started off three and oh, three and one, whatever. It looked like world beaters. Yeah. But their ta- the teams they played weren't great. And then they dropped one in a row. They dropped another one in a row. And their get-right game, as you said, was the New York Jets. And they lost that game, too, because they were looking past it for the Saints game. That was that following week. So there's no way I touch it. I can't pick the Jets. I can't pick a team that hasn't won to yeah. win <laughs> until they do. I can't pick the Jets either. But like Ian says, I wouldn't bet on this one. I mean, I do she- think the Bills will win. To Antoine's point, the Jets this week, Patriots next week. Yeah, that's going to be a big matchup. They're, they're looking, already looking past them. Yeah. This is this. I think I think you're right. I think this this has got the painting. It's right on the wall. This is for the Jets to do it. This is it. This mm-hmm. is the game for Adam Gase to not get fired. Yeah, and the Giants this just week, came off their win this week for him not to get fired this week. He's getting yes. fired. Yeah, for him not to get fired. He's getting week. fired. <laughs> He's not to laugh, but you know. He'll get, it. He'll get another job. He's doing all right. He'll be all right. He'll be an offensive coordinator. He needs to stop being a head coach. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This whole quarterback whisperer thing. I haven't seen it. I'm telling you. I Peyton mean, Manning? Who, who, who needed somebody to whisper to Peyton Manning? Yeah, but Peyton Manning's the reason he got the judge job. I know what I'm saying because yeah, he's like, a quarterback yeah. whisperer for Peyton yeah. Manning. Yeah, it's uh, like, I don't know. Yeah, you, you were there for Peyton Manning's best year ever statistically. Okay. All right, so you know how to call plays when all your pieces are perfect. Yes. That doesn't show you can develop players. Yeah. <laughs> Peyton Manning was already there. Um, Packers, Texans. Now, the Packers are coming off of an embarrassing 
uh, Tom Brady SmackDown that Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers was quoted as saying that's what the team needed. They needed to wake up a little bit. The Packers are still favored by three and a half. The game is in Houston. Houston won with Romeo Cronell, and uh, it looks like Houston is a much better team. They all they should have beat the Titans. They yeah. blew that game. The Titans getting to overtime on that game was them blowing it last week. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it looks like since Romeo Cornell came in, they figured out, oh, wait, we paid Brandon Cook's money, so we should use him yes. in the offense. For my fantasy team, please use him. Yes, please, <laughs> in my flex. Because <laughs> um, I had him sitting for that 30-point game. I had him. I had him in. I had him in just because uh, I was running out of options. I quit. <laughs> like injuries. I'm running out of options there. I had quit on him. I didn't have any injuries yet. I kind of wish I had. But I think Brandon Cook's being involved. The Texans will put up points. Unless the Packers' defense shows up a lot better than it did last week, this could be a shootout. 57's the over-under. That's a lot of points. Yeah, that's a lot of points. That's a ton of points. I mean, but Deshaun Watson is finally starting to click a little bit once he's – because, you know – Bill O'Brien getting fired makes sense because he got fired for being a bad GM. He didn't get fired. For, if he had only stayed the coach and said, no, I don't want to be the GM, find a GM, and he hadn't made that Hopkins trade, yeah. I think he'd still have his job. Yeah, because him being a bad GM caused them to lose the games, which made him seem like a bad coach. Yeah. But those games were also some of the toughest. I mean, he had they had some pretty Woo. tough opponents at the beginning. So it's like they had the toughest schedule. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's got it's to get easier. And Deshaun Watson's going to keep showing up, but – I don't think the Packers can drop two in a row. No, they can't. That's my thing. They can't lose two in a row. And I don't want to see what a woke-up Aaron Rodgers is. You're going to see it this week. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're going to see it this week. But I don't want to know what that is. You're going to see it this week. He's throwing for five touchdowns. Look yeah. at right now. He's throwing for five touchdowns, no turnovers. Oh, my five gosh. Well, no then we're gonna, I'm going to take the over. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to take the over. Yeah, He's th- going for five. If I was a betting man, Packers at three and a half, I would take that line. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. It almost it almost feels like a constant uh, – it almost feels like a classic Vegas trick. Mm-hmm. Like where they put those soft lines because they know something you don't on like an offensive or defensive line matchup. But I don't know. It feels like the Packers are going to win that game. We'll see. Now let's move on to the game that a lot of people are saying is the game of the season so far. After the Bills and Chiefs were so disappointing, because that was the game of the season. So, I mean, every week we can have a new game of the season. Right. The Steelers and Titans, this isn't even a trivia question. I'll give you this one for free. This is the first time uh, two undefeated teams have met this late in the season, I believe. Which is crazy because they were supposed to play earlier in the season. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it got moved. That stat almost feels forced because they yeah, moved the game. Yeah, real. <laughs> but... The Titans are at home, and they're favored by one and a half, but the Steelers don't look stoppable because Big Ben, I mean, we mention this every week, but it bears repeating. He looks five years younger. He looks really young. He looks he looks good. He is throwing. He's having fun. I, I didn't know Big Ben could still smile. <laughs> After that motorcycle crash, I didn't know if I'd seen him smile before, and all of a sudden now he's happy. Usually it was just holding his leg, barely getting off the field, yep. and just staying in the pocket and hoping no one knocked him down again. Yep. But we already talked about Tannehill. Tannehill is playing like a bat out of hell. Derrick Henry is the king. I mean, it's just crown him, crown him like. And the Steelers just lost Devin Bush. And yes, oh, huge yeah. loss to their defense. That's going to be really tough Line for back and court trying to stop. Yeah, Johnu yeah. Smith is going to go off. Yeah, if he plays, or they're going to throw it to that what Frisker, friskier guy. I'd never heard of him before, and he went off last week. Of course, I think. With with the Steelers defense, even though they don't have they won't have Devin Bush, that defense, that defense, they get to the quarterback 
so much. And I know Tennessee's a running offense. I'm, I, I'm going with Pittsburgh. I'm going with Pittsburgh on it. I am going with Tennessee. And my reason is, is they have had three games, I think, that they've won at a last-second field goal. Mm-hmm. And then last week they had to go to overtime and pull it out. You're right. They know how to play tight games, and they know how to play tough games, and they know how to pull it out. They know how to win. That's true. And I get both teams are on the field. That's kind of a weird statement, but they know how to win when the game's on the line. Yeah. Mike Vrabel is playing so smart. I mean, taking the penalty and just giving them the first down because he needed the timeout. I watched very video. smart. I watched a video on that, and I watched a video when he did it years before, and people were like, what is he doing? He's the worst coach ever. But now to see the reasoning behind it, like, okay, that's really smart. Yeah, yeah. Mike Vrabel, I mean, there's something special going on in Nashville. I'm feeling – so you guys have really good logical reasons, and I'm just going to be straight up. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling Tennessee this year. Yeah. And I'm just riding this with them. This year? Well, I mean, not all the way to the Super Bowl. Okay, but like, that's all I was going to ask. But, uh, you know, we don't live that far from Nashville. I've been to Nashville. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Titans in person. I've been amongst the fans in the stadium. Oh, I'll tell that story another time. I mean, it was – you remember a couple years ago, that New Year's Eve, where it was frigid? Yes. Yeah, I was outside at a game in Nashville. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, it was no, not – No, thank you. I, I had a lot of big screen TVs for Exactly. I had a couple <laughs> thoughts that we might die. <laughs> My phone died before we could get our Lyft or Uber to come get us. Oh, and we gosh. were literally walking around the parking lot for like an hour in that freezing cold. I'm like, this might be how we die. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Titanic. Um, but I'm just feeling the Titans, and I think at home, it, even without fans, I just – I don't know. I think they got what I think they have what it takes to run the ball, especially with Devin Bush out and a couple injuries on the mm-hmm. Steelers. I just think they'll be able to run the ball with Derrick Henry, control the clock, and edge them just barely. That one and a half line though actually does make me nervous because I think it's going to be very close. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I'm still going to take the Titans in the one and a half and hope they win by two. And see, in a close game, I'm taking Big Ben over Tannehill. In really? a close game. In a close game. I think I think Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell were aging. Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not a Ben Roethlisberger fan, mm-hmm. but I think the stress of going into that locker room during halftime, at the end of the games, making sure Antonio's not upset, making sure Le'Veon's happy, I think that wore Big Ben down. He's finally, yeah. he's finally happy. Where do we think Antonio Brown goes while we're talking about it? Because, I mean, he's, it looks like his suspension might end soon. There's a lot of talk about Seattle being involved. He's been working out with Russell Wilson. I mean, mm-hmm. it, that seems like the clear one, so we don't really have to talk about the Seahawks. But any other teams you think that – could make a play for AB that he's going to go there because I feel like some of his tweets and stuff within the past like three months or mm-hmm. so, it looks like he finally woke up from whatever got shook loose in his head right, by right. Vontez Burfick because yeah. I mean, around that time, his decision making got poor. <laughs> I'm not even making a joke. They should do a study and make sure AB's okay in the head. They will eventually. Oh, God. But is there any other teams you guys think might? I mean, you know, Bruce Arians already said once, I'm not bringing him in. They don't really yeah. have space for him if their guys are healthy. I mean, there's not a team that comes to my mind, really. I mean, everything seems like Seattle because that's where I feel like he wants to go. Since mm-hmm. He's been working out with Russell Wilson. He's built a connection with him. So that would be just my team. jumping off the top of my head. And I have no reason to think this. And it just popped in my head just now. Mm-hmm. What about the Texans? Because, That's very interesting. Because you have yeah. Romeo Cornell, who's very well respected. Yeah. You have Deshaun Watson, who is without a shadow of a doubt the leader of that team, respected by everybody in the organization. Mm-hmm. That's a team where Antonio Brown, and you know, for money purposes, he's in Texas, no state tax. So yeah, I would have also said maybe Baltimore. 
Just thinking they need some receiver there, but they just signed Des Bryant. To the practice squad. To to it. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, they're trying to work Des in. Um, I think, and this is, I'm going to go out on a limb also. I've got no information on this, but what about the 49ers? See, I thought about them. My issue with them is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Because he's not able to get loose. Would A.B. even want to go there? Exactly. Like it's a, This is a running offense where I'm going to get like five and seven yard routes type stuff. I don't yeah. think he did. I could it. also see poss. No, there's probably no return to the Raiders. I mean, him and Mike, nah, him nah, and Mayock so. had some real bad blood. But I think Sean McVay. So, you know, they lost Brandon Cooks. They still have Cooper Cup and they still have Robert Woods. But they were a lot better team when they had all three wide receivers that were doing well. Mm-hmm. They haven't had anybody step up to that number three role. I think A.B. could look really good across from Robert Woods, and we know that A.B. would love to be in L.A. So that's the only reason I think he goes to the Rams, but I think Seattle definitely looks like the winner right now. Imagine A.B. We don't have to go down this road because I don't want to give you a heart attack, but imagine A.B. in Kansas City. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. Imagine him in Kansas City. Because him and Le'Veon was close. My first thing was going to be like, the Chiefs? Because they're signing everyone. (laughs) They can't have any more money. I'm losing my mind over here. The dream team. They've been out of cap since before they gave Mahomes their contract, and somehow they keep signing everybody, man. Because the cap is a myth. In the grand scheme of things, if you get a GM yes. that knows what they're doing, the cap is a myth. Yep. The cap really is a myth. This brings us to our next trivia question. Ready? All right. Ready. Kenyon Drake has 12 rushing touchdowns since making his debut with the Cardinals in week nine of last year. Mm-hmm. So we're going for week nine of last year on. Only two running backs have more touchdowns than him. Can you name one? Antoine, you went first last time. I'll give you a go. During that period? During that period. Okay. Since week nine of last year, only two running backs in the league have more rushing touchdowns in that time. One's got to be Derrick Henry. All right, so I'll let you try to guess the other one. <sighs> okay, um, this is going to be the harder one of the two because that yeah. was the easy one. That was the easy yes. one. So the harder one of the two. 12... I, I did have a guy. I ran this by somebody yesterday, and he actually did get both of them. So, um, I'm – jeez. This – Lean on your fantasy advice. I'll give you that hint. Lean on a fantasy running back you might or you might be aware of. Mm. Well, I guess that makes sense because running backs with rushing touchdowns. Yes. Can I try? Yeah, yeah go you, ahead. Go. Is it Christian McCaffrey? No. See, that he hasn't played all year. If he wasn't hurt, <laughs> but he did so guess. much last year. <laughs> but, but, oh, you thought it was another Dak Prescott but, trick. But yeah, when yeah. you specified rushing touchdowns, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, all right, it's not going to be crazy. Because he does so many passing touchdowns. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't I'm hear gonna, that part. I'm yeah. going to go. It's a team, and I'll tell you, it's a team we have already talked I'm about. I'm going. I'm. Well, we've already talked about. It's a team was, we've already gone through their matchup. Because I was going to say Lamar Jackson. Oh, so, oh, can I go? Oh, no, no, it's a running back. It's a running back. Okay. I think I got it. All right, go ahead. Alvin Kamara? Uh, (laughs) All right, I don't know. Who is it? It's an NFC running back. Is it Dak Prescott? Is it it, uh, the 49ers running back? Uh, I can't. I can't. Raheem, I don't know how to pronounce it. Mostert? Yeah. No. It is Aaron Jones. Oh, I thought about him. Aaron Jones. That is the dark person. I had him on my fantasy squad last year. He led me to a championship. I thought about him, but I was like, no, I saw some stat the other day that they're like struggling in rushing this year. So I would not have gotten that one, but I did. um, I talked to somebody yesterday and I, you know, I knew everyone would get Derrick Henry. I had a feeling you guys would get Derrick Henry, Mm -hmm. but Aaron Jones, I thought, okay, if Antoine pulls this out, I'm just going to give him the rest of the question. (laughs) He just wins it. This is a tough one. I should have done. I should have went there. We got one more question to tie it up. I think it's tied up now. Two and two. Two and two. 
Yeah. Like we planned it, but we didn't. So speaking of the Seahawks, as we did with Antonio Brown, they're playing the Cardinals, and the Cardinals are one of those teams that I like to reference as they know how to play in their division. Mm-hmm. They beat the 49ers who were off of a Super Bowl uh-huh. appearance. Just like, what was that, the first game of the season? So, I mean, I – and the the Cardinals beat the Cowboys because they're adjusting to Andy Dalton and there's, you know, you know, Dak dropped the ball. A lot of things had to happen. But Kyler Murray didn't look great in that game throwing-wise. 24, I think. Yeah, like not good. So Seattle, on the other hand, is undefeated and does look very good. Yeah. I mean, Seattle's three-and-a-half-point favorites in Arizona. Who do you guys have? I'm going to take Seattle just because I know we all started really hot on the Cardinals the mm-hmm. first two games, yeah. but since then it just hasn't looked like they've gotten it together. I mean, Kyle Murray's a good quarterback, but I don't think he's there yet. Yeah. I, I don't think, think he's there enough to beat Russell Wilson. Yeah, I think Kyle Murray's a very good athlete. Yeah. He's yeah. a very good athlete trying to learn how to play quarterback. I will say that. So I'm going with the Seahawks, so make sure that's on the record. Okay. This game doesn't will not tell me how good the Seahawks are. Yeah. The Seahawks being whatever their record, undefeated, whatever they are, I still don't know how good they are because of who they've beaten to become this. Because their defense is not great at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. It's Russell Wilson or bust. And so I'm going with the Seahawks, but I'm interested to really find out. Like, I would put the Seahawks below Green Bay. I'd put them below Tampa Bay. Wow. I just... Until I see them beat somebody or play somebody worth anything, I just can't do it. I think that I agree with both of you. I think that the Seahawks, I don't think I'm putting the Seahawks quite on the level with the Titans and the Steelers, which I think would give a little bit of credence to that game of the week thing. But yeah. we know how that always pans out. Seahawks, yeah, they're 5-0. and Cardinals, really only one game back because they haven't had their bye, but like, Harrison's right. They're not as good. You're yeah. right. Kyler Murray's not as much of a thrower as he thought we would be. He's a runner right yeah. now. He's he's a very small Cam Newton at this moment. Yeah. Like early Cam Newton, not MVP season. The 80-yard touchdown against the Cowboys, he almost overthrew that. Christian Kirk caught it with his fingertips. fingertips. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, I, I'm actually going to – I'm going to go with the Seahawks for this one because I'm fading the Cardinals on all levels. I'm even starting to fade them on Madden. Madden's even made him. The defense is too bad on Madden where I couldn't stop somebody the other day who literally would just, oh, I was so frustrated. He would just put four wide receivers out with Tom Brady and then just run with Ronald Jones up the middle and nothing would stop it. It was such a glitch play. It was a glitch. I'm like, they have no defensive line in Arizona. So I was like trying to run with Kyler Murray. He couldn't complete a pass on the freaking game either. Yeah, he's he's rough. So I'm going with the Seahawks just for those personal Thank reasons. You for Madden logic. I just, you know, you guys are giving really good logical answers, and I'm just coming over here with this wild card logic. I like it. Yeah. This Charlie Day right here. Someone's got to do it. Yes. <laughs> so 49ers, Patriots, which, uh, you know, a year ago would have been a much better game. Yeah. <laughs> I but I think it's going to be a really good game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, I don't know if good is the word, but because okay. they're so not great, uh-huh. it's going to make it a better game. They're yeah. going to compete very well. Now, Raheem Mostert will not be in this game. Tevin Coleman does not appear to be on track to be back for this mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. They're down to Jerick McKinnon and Jeff Wilson Jr. for the 49ers. Um, Cam Newton is back. I mean, but as somebody who watched the Broncos game last week, which, trust me, we can do the rest of the podcast on it. I had a great time. <laughs> I had a great time. I was alone in my apartment yelling obscenities. Just as loud as I could, I talking smack about crap. And my phone just kept buzzing. And it was like, Broncos this, Broncos that. I'm just like, I'm at a wedding. <laughs> Stop talking to me. 
He's joking. He keeps his phone on silent. Anyway, but, you know, I think the Patriots have all the pieces back. They get this game at home, but they just lost at home. Yeah. But I don't. The 49ers are really beat up. I don't think the Patriots. I don't think Belichick loses two in a row with Cam. But Cam has got to get more accurate with some of these passes. I don't think the Belichick loses to Jimmy G. That's fair. Because yeah, he think, knows Jimmy G I well. I don't think he loses to Jimmy G. I think he is going to scheme. And maybe he was looking past which would be hard to believe for Bill Belichick, but maybe he wasn't thinking about the Broncos and already scheming things for Kyle Shanahan's offense because that's an offense that's harder to scheme for mm-hmm. than the Denver Broncos. No offense. No offense taken. I would say I disagree with that only because the game got pushed and it was literally – he had two weeks to work on it. That's true. So yeah, it's like that's true. <laughs> he had to look at it at some point. Yeah, yeah. But I think that, um, man – if Bill, if if Cam Newton and the Patriots lose this game, prepare for that overreaction theater with the Browns for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. If you tune into any other types of sports media, which I'm sure you do, you're gonna get sick of hearing. Is Bill Belichick washed? Was it all Tom Brady? Yep. Because they'd be two and four if they lose, right? They're yeah. Two and four. Right now. Yeah, yeah, they're two and three right now. If they if they win the game, uh, 49ers will be three and four, and they'll be three and three because mm-hmm. they they lost a week. So I really want to take the 49ers in this one so bad. Do it. Everything in me is do like, <laughs> I can't trust. I don't trust, know how, but do it. I can't trust Cam. Oh, well. That is a Panthers fan for you right there. Exactly. That's, exper- That's exactly what that And is. That's an that Auburn is. fan. He's a big Auburn no, fan. No, too. no. You can trust him I, I can Auburn. trust him at Auburn. I thought don't I had even him. go there. He's I thought I had him. the best college football player of all time at Auburn. He, was a, he was a better <laughs> receiver than most of the receivers in the SEC that year. You got to look at it. And Julio Jones yeah, was in the up. SEC that year. Talk about Auburn. Da- ta- up. <laughs> hey, but you know, you just brought up a really good point. In the Broncos game, when they couldn't move the ball at all on offense, they were literally having Edelman throw to yeah. Cam because they don't have a receiver who's big enough to help him out. He yeah. doesn't have that Kelvin Benjamin type. He nothing. Yeah. No. What yeah. happened to Kelvin Benjamin? Is he alive? He's overweight. And out of the league. He, yeah, he's out of the league. God, that's a he's guy. Overweight. Him and Josh Norman put them on the list of players that should have never left Carolina. They didn't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Neither yeah. one of them. Yeah. Neither <laughs> one of them had a choice. Gettleman got them both out of there. So the Cam Newton and I can't trust him, but the Patriots are the safe choice. Yeah, I think being at home, having Bill Belichick, scheming, 49ers are all injured. You got to go with the Patriots. Yeah. Hard to bet against. This is Jimmy G. Just Jimmy G. I can't bet on him. Yeah, that's also thing. That's too. true. And all of his backups have kind of been exposed now. There's no Nick Mullins magic to lean back no. on. There's no like CJ Beathard might take us there. None <laughs> yeah. of that's happening. Well, the Chiefs Broncos game is next. <laughs> uh, and as happy as I was last week, uh, I I yeah. There's no homer in me that is confident about this game. Mm-hmm. The last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes was throwing touchdowns for Texas Tech, and Drew Brees was a very early on starter at, <laughs> at Missouri. I mean, like it's nine straight the Chiefs have beat the Broncos. We have not beat the Chiefs in so long. I don't know if I plan on watching this game well, because it might. It. You have you to watch. watch it. I'm gonna have to. It's gonna make my blood boil. I hate the Chiefs so much. I mean, on Thursday night last season, the Broncos got Mahomes got hurt early, and they still lost. They lost bad. <laughs> they didn't even. It's not even Mahomes. It's the whole team. The Broncos do not have the inside linebacker depth to stop Travis Kelsey. He's gonna run all over us. Tyreek Hill might get something. Our corners are good. I think we can stop without Sammy Watkins. I think we can kind of contain the wide receivers, but I think 
We we do really good against the run. Those are our two best chances at the Chiefs for the Broncos. The two best chances are to stop the run and keep wide receivers from catching it. But Travis Kelsey's just going to go everywhere. Yeah. And and that the secondary is eventually going to break down and Mahomes is going to get it. Now, here's the question for the podcast because I don't need to cry here. I can do that in public or in private. In private. I'm going to do it in private. <laughs> Nine and a half point favorites for the Chiefs. Now, do the Broncos play them closer? Because the Chiefs this season do have a narrative of teams in their division have beat them Mm -hmm. or played them close. They almost lost to the Chargers. They lost to the Raiders. Um, Whether the Broncos are as good as the Raiders or, you know, which one of those teams is better, it's too early to see. They haven't played each other. They haven't played a lot of the same people quite yet. But last season, if you're looking at how it finished, the Broncos were technically better last year. Than the Raiders, a game better, yeah. but a, but better. So by that logic, this could be a good line for some people to make some money if they think the Broncos are going to lose close. That's how I would say. I'm not going to go as far to say as they win. I hope they Please win. Don't. Please don't. I hope they win. Yes, but I, you should. But logically, I can't. I can't say they'll win. So I'm taking the Chiefs, but I think the Broncos have a lot of confidence right now, coming off two wins. I have it close game. I what, can't see it being a blowout. What yeah. do the Broncos do when the Chiefs come out in a wishbone with Patrick Mahomes, with the rookie running back behind him, Tyreek Hill, oh, and Le'Veon Le'Veon Bell, Bell on the right of him? What what, That's right, what do Bell. you do? And then they play action and throw it to Travis Kelsey over the top. What the hell will the Broncos do with that? You really hope that Bradley Chubb's ACL is fully back because he's getting better every week, Bradley Chubb, but he's, he's still more of a pass rusher. Week. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. What do you do with that? It's what not much you, you can do. Um, you jo- hope for the best. Josie, <laughs> you have to. Josie Jewell is the name to watch in this matchup for Linebacker. Travis Kelsey. Yes, mm-hmm. because he is usually known for when we were in those white jerseys last year, Josie Jewell was the guy that always had grass on it. Mm-hmm. It felt like the game started and he was already being burned. Like he, in practice, he had grass on his jersey. So if the inside linebacking, if they can figure out something with those linebackers, to try to cover Travis Kelsey in some way, they got a shot. But with the running game, I mean, the Broncos have a top five run defense, but that's there's too many running backs there. They're going to they have all the running backs. And here's here's an issue for your defense, the Broncos defense. Yeah, chances are they're going to be playing in the snow, and the snow yeah, works the towards the offense because the offense knows where they're going. The defense they have to react. Yeah, and so if you're trying to figure out how to react to Tyreek Hill. Like, you're not going to move. You're going to freeze up. Um, And normally I don't do this, but I'm going Chiefs, and I will give you that nine and a half. He'll take the ten? I'm taking – I just – in the snow, that offense, I just – I don't see it. I don't see it. I think Vic Fangio will figure out a way to stifle Patrick Mahomes. I don't think it'll be this week. I think – but I think Vic will get enough chances – because I think the team real, I think Vic Fangio is the first competent coach they've had since Gary Kubiak. That only really puts Vance Joseph out. I liked Vance <laughs> Joseph, but it just it wasn't there. It didn't work. It, he he needs to get a little bit older. But yeah, I mean, I'm not taking the points. I'll take the Broncos to lose close or to possibly win. Just because that's the way betting works, and I can take the points and yes, hope that's they win. True. <laughs> so, because that's how it technically works, I'm going to put myself out there as optimistic. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just going to be very interesting going forward in the future years if Drew Locke stays the quarterback in Denver because he's a Missouri kid mm-hmm. and he's from Kansas City. That's his hometown team. So he said uh, he had a quote this week. He said it's it's always fun going back there and kind of 
you know, because when he's in Denver, he's like he's the Jedi. Yeah. And he said it's fun going back to Kansas City and putting on that Darth Vader helmet. And I would love for him to put that Darth Vader helmet on and <laughs> I would love to see Empire Strikes Back, not Return of the Jedi. Okay, I was going to ask you. That was going to be my follow-up. So, okay, you already answered the question. I, I want my home's hand to get cut at the end <laughs> okay. and then have jump in a car leave, which great placement for that car. Jaguars, Chargers, um, they both have one win. The Jaguars have more losses. This game is in L.A. I don't know how much we need to talk about this one except for the Chargers are favored by seven and a half, and I think if I was going to bet, that's the way I would go. I think I'm taking the Chargers because Justin Herbert is the best quarterback I've seen not win a game yet. Yeah, yeah, he's play- he's been playing amazing. Yeah, I think this will be his time to finally win one. And they've they just had the week off. They've had two weeks for a one win Jags team. Yeah, yeah. if they I, if I they don't Chargers. if they don't win this game. The Chargers are firing their head coach. Are they? Anthony and, Lynn's in trouble. Yeah, he's but, in and trouble. And I like Anthony Lynn. Yeah, he's I a good guy. really like Anthony Lynn. He was Anthony great Lynn. on Hard Knocks. I yeah, loved it. I, I was like, Dad, is that you? <laughs> like, I felt so close to him. He's a really nice guy, and, too. And he's, like, such a good person. But it's like, I'm never, I'm never going to dye this gray in my beard now because I want the Anthony Lynn. That's what I yeah. want. You want to look like Anthony I wanna, Lynn? I want to look just like him. Is that your Halloween costume? Yeah, I'm Anthony Lynn. <laughs> I'm a headset and Chargers. That's what I'm being. Oh, uh. If I get my Halloween costume done in time, I'll wear it next week. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm working on it, but uh, I got a pretty good idea. I think. I think I'll get mine before next week, too, so I'll just wear mine also. Oh, there geez. Ridiculous. Because yeah. <laughs> no sports show's ever done episodes where they wear costumes. <laughs> um, that brings us to our last trivia question. I wish I had a regular, like a neutral bell, but mm. I really just wanted to hit something there. All right, so this is for all the marbles. All right. Okay. And this is going to test your knowledge. This is going to be – so start thinking back. This is not going to be oh, players man. from this season. Ready? Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski have now connected on 91 touchdowns. That's the third most by any quarterback-receiver combo in NFL history, receiver, including the playoffs, trailing only these two famous connections. So this is – you're naming a quarterback and the per- and the receiver they threw the most touchdowns to for this record. It's there's a one and a two. I'll let you guys if you guess either of the names, you get it right. I mean, right. if you guess like if you guess like the right set, you don't the have to guess one or two. Yeah, okay. I'll let Can, you go first. All right, um, Steve Young, Jerry Rice. Okay, that's Ooh. number two on the all list. Right. All right, that's number all two. Right. So now Harrison, you have to get number one to tie. <laughs> so you let me go first. I appreciate you. You let him go first, yeah. That was uh, nice of you. So, so I only have to get one right? No, no. I was saying, like, you don't have to tell me if the, you don't have to guess their names and say one or two, is what I was saying. I was, I was okay. saying it poorly. Steve but Young and Jerry Rice. So it's somebody with more than them. Mm hmm. It's somebody we've already talked about, too. Not on the podcast, but the name has come, one of these names has come mm-hmm. up today with you and me talking. We're giving hints now? I didn't get a hint. It's going to throw him off. His, yeah. The hints throw him off. I'm actually having fun with him right now. <laughs> he, he probably had a better idea now. I'm going to say Joe Montana, but I don't know who his receiver would have been. I had Joe Montana right, didn't I? Oh, Peyton Manning. Peyton uh, Manning. Marvin Harrison. Peyton Manning and Marvin that Harrison. Be, that was legitimately my guess. Yes. Just so you know, that was legitimately going to be my guess. I believe guess. you. Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison are number one with 114 touchdowns. Steve Young and Jerry Rice had 92. 
So that's Harrison losing again. Now you're now yeah. you're one and two. Hey, I, all I at time. least didn't get all wrong. Like, yeah, that's really true. Well. Yeah. Um, Buccaneers Raiders. That's going to be the Sunday night game. The Buccaneers are favored by four. They just really showed the Packers what's up. And uh, this may be a hot take, but I think the Raiders win this game. It's in Las Vegas. They had a bye week to prepare for it. And John Gruden, as much as I hate to say this, seems to be winning some of these games. That they didn't do. I mean, just beating the Chiefs alone gives right. me confidence that they can beat the Bucks in Vegas. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? Me? I, I agree with you. You, you think the Raiders? I don't think the Bucks are as good as everyone thinks they are after Ooh. beating the Packers. Yeah. I think everyone's got them as a top three team. Okay. I don't have that. All right. All right. I think I think what what's going on with Tampa Bay right now is their defense is great. Their defense was good last year. Mm-hmm. It was above average. It was it was pretty it was very good last year. And I think their defense is even better this year. Mm-hmm. And I think what we saw in uh the Tampa Bay Green Bay game was that growth in the offense. Like the offense is finally getting there. Because here's Tom Brady is terrifying when he's going to Gronk. So now he has Gronk on top of assuming Mike Evans and Chris Godwin both play. I I think this is when they start to hit their stride. I thought okay. this is when they start to look semi invincible. Um, so I got I have Tampa Bay and it's not even close. Yeah, with the four points. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks won this game. It's I mean, obviously they're favored. I wouldn't be surprised at all. But it just feels like there's going to be some upsets, and it just feels like with the bye week, with the Raiders winning some games, they really in. It's been ten years since the Raiders beat a team like the Chiefs. Yes. It's it's been a long time and just it feels like it feels like especially with that John Gruden Tampa Bay connection he doesn't forget there's still a little bit of a grudge against Tampa Bay even though you know he's upset that he won a Super Bowl with somebody else's team is that, <laughs> is that, is that the grudge like how dare you fire me after I won a Super Bowl with Dungey more team? like that they found success without him and you've also got to remember everyone wants to beat Tom Brady yeah yeah so. They are the. They always are the hunted. Yeah, I uh, I've changed my tune on the. I I've, I completely said the exact same thing you did for many years. But after watching Gary Kubiak take John Fox's team mm-hmm. and how much better they got, and then they won the Super Bowl, I I now get a little bit of that coaching change. But I do agree that John Gruden has not built a Super Bowl winning team. He coached someone else's drafted team and took them in. He and- took a Madden franchise and play better here's here's where that the the difference is between the two because not only did john gruden take a team that was super bowl that was built for a super bowl with tampa bay he got to play against the team that he coached where he already knew any weaknesses and their calls and things like that so he was put in a position where i got this great defense and i'm going against a great offense but guess who knows that offense better than anybody else i do so i think yeah so all right, so me and Harrison are taking the Raiders. Antoine's taking the Bucks. I just have a feeling this won't age well for me and Harrison. <laughs> and on Monday night, we have the final game of the week. The final game of the week, unless one of these gets moved to, to Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bears-Rams in the cool. game that nobody knew they wanted. But it's actually the 5-1 and one Bears and the 4-2 and two Rams. And a lot of people, myself included, probably a week or two ago, are saying, oh, the Bears, you know, they're just getting lucky. They're getting lucky. But at a certain point, in the season, if you're winning these games, you're beating people. Exactly. You only have to beat the team in front of you. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm starting to get a little bit sold on the Bears having not like Nick Foles is Tannehill good, 
which is wow. a weird sentence to say. Wow. <laughs> I've never heard that sentence before in but, my life, but I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's not like he's like, it's not having this resurgent season or anything, but Nick Foles is doing enough for Khalil Mack and the defense to help win these games. Yeah. Even though David Montgomery looks like a man with cement shoes. Um, <laughs> so Rams are at home. Rams are favored by six. Who do you guys have? Um, 45 point over under a little bit low. I think because they're expecting Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack to really rock things on both sides. So interesting stat, uh, heard it this week. Aaron Donald has never sacked Nick Foles. He's like one of the quarterbacks he's never been able wow. to get to. And oh. he's played him like four times. Wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, but I still have the Rams winning. Yeah. I think the Rams have more of a, a little bit better offense. Uh, Aaron Donald on defense can wreak havoc. And I get Khalil Mack. I get the power of Nick Foles, but I think the Rams will beat him. Yeah, I uh, go ahead. I'm going with Chicago. Yeah, I'm going with the Bears. Um, and it goes to what you just said. Like they've been lucky in every one of their games, but just like when we were talking earlier about Tennessee, mm-hmm. they obviously know how to win. They obviously know how to win the game that they're currently playing. So yeah, that their performance in one game may not beat the Green Bay Packers, but they weren't playing. Their performance beat the team in front of them, and I think. Nagy, that's how you pronounce his name, right? Yeah. yeah. He he has that offense going in a place that's comfortable mm-hmm. to where they won't lose the game and the defense just has to hold it up. I don't trust Jared Goff. Really? I, I, don't, I don't trust Jared. He's very – he is – he's the rich man's Jimmy Garoppolo for me. Yeah. And so, therefore, I'm just not – I'm not excited. I don't, I don't see him winning the game. Jared Goff is so much like a young Matt Ryan. See, also, they're all cousins. Yeah. They're all related. <laughs> yeah. There's like, the, you know, if you have the coaching trees, they are that, that's a quarterback tree. They, Matt Ryan is their godfather, yeah. and then they're coming under him. Yeah, they're all, they all would thrive in that same system. Yeah. I think, is Matt Nagy a good coach? I think this 5-1 start really shows he's a good coach because almost any other Bears coach outside of Dicka in his heyday, I mean, it really feels like, this is a year of Trubisky being the way he was, where mm-hmm. most of these games could have been lost. Some of these are really close. And just edging these teams, it makes me think that Matt Nagy might be the real deal. Because after last year, I was thinking, okay, he had a good rookie year, and now he's going to get bounced out of the Windy City like everyone else. Mm-hmm. I, Matt Nagy looks like the real deal. And I think that they at least cover. I'm taking the Bears in the points. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking the Bears in the points because the Rams, you're right, I don't trust Jared Goff. No. They're, they have not figured out a replacement for Todd Gurley. It's a, there's nobody that really takes the reins every week. I mean, and they've only got the two wide receivers. And I just think that the Bears have a good enough secondary to try to shut down Robert Woods and to try to shut down Cooper Cup. And then what are they going to do? Golf's not running. And their best wide receiver, in my opinion, is the tight end Higby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you take him and he's out, been a disappointment this year too. But he started. He, yeah. st- he had like I think he had two touchdowns in the first two games. Right, and then. When they started to, when the defenses started to key in on them, mm-hmm. that's when ever since then the Rams have been two and two. They were two yeah. and zero before then. Now they're two and two, so now they're falling back because yeah. Jared Goff, he's he he has a specific place that he's going to throw the ball, and if it's not True. there, then he gets more uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm taking the Bears. We'll see how it goes. So you're taking the Rams, and we're both taking the Bears. Yep. Yeah. All right. Lone Wolf. So that's all the games for Week Seven coming up. I'm Ian. I'm Harrison. I'm Antoine. And we're out.